Hey everyone, welcome back to Almost Better Than Silence. My name's Doug Coleman, and today I'm here with Mark and Bren. How are you guys? I'm pretty good, man. I'm a little hurt that Mark got higher billing than I did on this episode. Oh, I didn't realize. <laughs> I'm it wasn't even, yeah. And no. just because I'm on here less, he, he, you know, it's just, uh. We gotta make you feel special. Me. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. So, what's new, guys? Anything interesting? Um. Hmm. Oh, I just saw that they are planning to start filming on the Assassin's Creed movie, uh, this September. And they're gonna release a new one every year. Oh, one is already on its way out. I I think it's like Assassin's Creed Relevancy. No, not Relevancy, but uh, it's it's another R title. So now they are just completely forgettable because it just all blends together now even more. Yeah. Assassin's Creed, repetition. I, honestly, they might as well. They there's Look, I love the storylines. They're really great. I got up through three, and I have Black Flag and... Unity, and I haven't played either of them, but, but like, in terms of like, physics, <laughs> it's kinda, it's getting real, real copy and paste here, guys. Dude, the first one, oh man, I, I had to struggle to get through the first one. I know a lot of people are gonna hate me for saying <laughs> that, but, dude, like, th- there are times where you're like, oh, you just don't grab edges, like, you're, you try and counter and it just doesn't do it, like, I don't know. I was not a fan of the first one, but then two in Brotherhood were were really good. I said this on uh, the episode with Angie, I believe, that I will still defend the first one. I think it was revolutionary. I think it did something very cool that not a lot of games have. It does have a shitload of problems. I won't deny that. But I also believe that Ubisoft was like, hey, we'll throw these random guys a bone. Like, here's a new IP. Let's see how this works out. And it blew up and they didn't think it would be that huge so that way they're just like oh shit we need a second one and a third one and like four more and i think that's when the guys writing the story were just like oh we planned that story for like maybe two games like definitely not this many so i think that's why all this like retcon is happening where they're going back and changing stuff and with some of the physics and some of the uh parkour mechanics where he's like running up a window and then jumping off to a ledge when he wanted him to just keep going straight. It was a problem in the first one. It's still a problem to this day. That is a problem that has never stopped. Yeah, but it's it's leaps and bounds ahead of the first one. I w- my problem uh, is leaps and bounds. The leaps and bounds are very inaccurate. That's my yeah, problem. Yeah, but at least you at least you grab the edge. In the like in the first one if you go replay it, watch how different it is. You will fall from 40 feet and your body will just smack the ledge and you just die and fall to your death at least in the newer ones you'll kind of auto grab yeah I think at least the, at least if i th- i think you do i haven't played it in a while but yeah i think the gripping is definitely improved but the like you know free running it is sometimes there's too much stuff to grab on in one small area so he'll just grab onto six different things instead of the one thing you wanted to grab onto <laughs> that's a good point yes so you know what a free-running game I really enjoyed? Mirror's Edge. Oh, that was such a cool game, man. I love that game. Yeah, it was fucking fantastic start to finish. And you know what's exciting? I'm pretty sure they're making not a sequel, but a prequel that's coming out in 2016 that's going to be uh, yeah, f- focusing on the origin of Faith and yeah. like the beginning. Yeah, that's I'm really excited. That oh. is really cool. And I love it how that game... Like the the protagonist is an Asian female. Like you never see that. That's yeah. so cool. 
Yeah. Definitely. I, I knew they were definitely making a, another one, so it's a prequel to it? Yeah. Oh, neat. It's interesting with that game, because it was first-person free-running, so it was like, we finally figured out the depth perception stuff with like Assassin's Creed, you know, Uncharted, and third-person free-running. It's like, oh, now it's first-person. It's like, everything's fucked now. Like, I have no... Uh, I guess, prior knowledge of what I could compare this to. So, like, it was a lot harder to time out the jumps. At least I it was want, for me. I like the combat, though, too. It was interesting. Oh, God, I never got good at the combat. I just <laughs> ran. It was so hard for me. It was definitely just a timing I'm just thing. I'm like, fuck it, run. It's like you were, uh, you know, at the end of the level, I'm just filled with bullet holes. <laughs> I love the color scheme of that game, too. Every level is kind of its own its own shade if you will and it's all very clean looking yeah i was just gonna say bright i feel like i walked into like an apple store when i was playing that game like it's like all like pastels and, like, <laughs> like singular a- colors <laughs> the future is crisp <laughs> <laughs> i felt like i was running around like montreal it's like oh it's just clean it's a clean city there's not just <laughs> garbage and rats running around like in philly yeah i'm curious to see how they do free running is an interesting thing that we've seen just boom out of games because uh, the Assassin's Creed has definitely taken it and ran with it. Ha 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 ha. Nice. But, <laughs> um, but I remember Prince of Persia, uh, was, I think, probably the earliest I can remember of a game that really used it as a main mechanic. Mm-hmm. Do you think you love free running stuff, Doug? Cause you love Jet Set Radio so much? Yeah, well, I don't even know. That's not even, not, I guess, is that free running? Yeah, I guess I it is. It, the only difference between free running and some of the skateboarding and Jet Set Radio games is just the board versus your feet. Like, otherwise it's still, you know, scaling a building using, you know, yeah, blades. You're absolutely right. No, then, yeah, definitely. I think, honestly, what got me hooked to that was most likely Jets or Jet Grind Radio, even. Oh. On Dreamcast. Oh, Dreamcast. It wasn't actually a bad system. It was just super forgettable. <laughs> yeah, no. The what was the one I loved so fucking much? Sonic Shuffle. That game was like Mario Party, but like <laughs> Sonic. It was really fun. Uh, I don't think I ever played that. Oh, it was so like addicting. And it's sad that now, anytime you mention Sonic, everyone just cries a little inside of what it's become. Sonic. Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh man. Oh, guys, guess what? What's what? up? What? I'm going up to this place called Mitsua this weekend. Ooh. And it's in northern Jersey. Like, you can see New York City from, like, across the river. And it's this giant Japanese, like, market. It's like a grocery store and a food court. And they have a manga shop. And they have, like... Like the one store just constantly plays J-pop all the time, <laughs> and like it is. I've been there like three times before, and I can't stop going. It is the coolest place if you're into any kind of Japanese culture whatsoever. Some of the oh, the ramen is fantastic. It's great price. Um, Wait, they have everything like with the store that plays the J-pop all the time. Do they even play it when the store's closed? Like, is it like three in the morning and you're just hearing like Girls' Generation blasting outside your window? Um, I, I, I wish I could say yes, man, but I don't, I, <laughs> I have a hard time thinking that's the case. Uh, but I've, I buy, I buy a new shirt every time I go there. I got a Totoro one last time. Nice. Um, I got so- a, a shirt that just says ramen party on it. <laughs> ramen. Love that one. I actually got yelled not? at. 
I got yelled at by Wendy for wearing that one too much, actually. <laughs> for wearing it too much. <laughs> I, and then I thought about it, and I, I consistently worn it every Saturday for like two months. <laughs> <laughs> this is my day off shirt. <laughs> but yeah. Ain't no party like a ramen party, because a ramen party has an egg on top of it. Oh, yeah. What, why is it your favorite shirt? Like I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> oh, that's it weird. Just su- it suits me, Brendan. That was like a shirt I found out I wore all the time is uh back in college there was one bar where they check your IDs and then they would also take a picture of you of like the last time you were there. <laughs> I guess it was an extra security measure. But because they took a picture, you could see what shirt you're wearing. And I went there with a friend of mine like four times in a row and every time I was wearing the same <laughs> shirt. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh, I need to do laundry more often. <laughs> That's hilarious. It was my green shirt with like the little pocket drawn on it. It has the Bulbasaur in the pocket. Yeah. Nice. Uh, with the manga mark, like, do you actually buy the manga? Cause I know I read it, but I read it online because I feel like it's the same way with certain comic books. I love the stories. I love the characters. I appreciate the work these artists are doing, but I, I'm not going to pay for it because at least some recent comics are like, yeah. You know, 15 pages of actual story and you're paying like $3 and no. so you're paying like 50 cents for like 15 ads. Like it's, it's yeah, I, I, I tend to, I'll admit it. I tend to not buy physical copies. I have in the past, but I do have a Crunchyroll like full premium access account. So I get the manga app from them. Oh, nice. So I, so I have like legal manga on my phone at all times. <laughs> So it, it is such a good deal to get the premium. It's like twelve ninety five a month, um, and you get that the manga app, and then like full HD, full unlimited anime from them. And I mean, I know you get that without the membership, but I just like supporting the industry in any way that I can. Oh yeah, I have one. Mm-hmm. Do you still have it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. No, yeah, I regularly pay for that. Mm-hmm. It's funny to think that you're more likely to have the illegal versions of stuff than the legal versions of things now. It's like, I have the legal manga. It's like, ooh, hipster. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. I feel like with torrenting, all right, let's talk about it. Like, is, is that still a thing anymore? Because yeah, I feel like torrent. the people way, I, what, what? I said, I have a friend who torrents constantly. I have multiple <laughs> friends and they all have paid VPNs that they claim are doing their job the way they're supposed to. Okay. Cause I was just going to say, like, it just seems like there was like an Uber hard crackdown and yeah. ever since I just don't even participate and I am a hardworking American. So it's like, I'll just buy the things I want, but yeah, yeah and, exactly. it, and it's, it's way more satisfying, but I just was wondering if that's even still like, is that full throttle or is, was it like kind of crippled by the whole digital millennium act and all that stuff? Yeah. In my opinion, I think, I think more mainstream things like, I don't know, like game of Thrones and stuff. That's, I, f- I want to say that's definitely watched. Yeah. You're monitored. Yeah. But if you're downloading, you know, Asu no Yochi from 2006, I don't think anyone's really going to come after you because I mean, if you think about it, torrenting, it's illegal. In itself is legal. People, it has been so widely used for illegal activity that people just associate it with being completely not like, allowed under United States law, but there's like Linux distros that the only way you can get them is through torrenting. Like, okay. It's, I don't know. It's, it's the torrenting of copyrighted material. That's illegal. Yeah. 
But it is, it does, it really does suck though, because ISPs will just see the fact that you're torrenting large files and they'll throttle you. They'll say they're not doing it, but they, they do it. And then there's really nothing you can say. You can call them. They'll probably kick it up a notch for like an hour and then it'll go back. At least this is my experience. Kick it up a notch. Bam! Emerald style. <laughs> but to be fair, ISPs will also throttle your internet. If you're not downloading giant torrents or if you're just using it to check your email or watch YouTube or to do anything on the internet because yeah. ISPs are fucking nightmares. Yeah, they are. Oh, dude, I'm getting stuck with Comcast. I'm moving soon. And the only, the, the only supporter is Comcast where I'm going. Yeah. That's just all anybody ever deals with and it's all everybody complains about and it's I, just like, fuck. I know. But once, it happens. Once I got yeah. a telecom degree and, uh, Comcast is based out of failure. That's where their headquarters is. All my family were just like, Hey, why don't you apply for Comcast? I'm like, cause I'm not ready to sell my soul quite yet. Like, yeah. And also, I mean, aren't they, aren't they the reason that G4 ended? I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> um, G4 was, bought out i think yeah i'm pretty sure by comcast if yes or, or i could have it all mixed up who knows i mean technically comcast is like the parent company to almost everything on the planet at this point and i know and i think they were the ones that were able to decide like we're putting the final nail in the coffin and bringing on esquire to replace it I th- i'm pretty sure that was that's why i have like this weird little grudge I mean, you don't need a grudge against Comcast. They're evil. They're literally evil. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they would deny it. Yeah. <laughs> they sent a letter. Did you see that news article? Comcast sent out a letter to a customer, and his name was listed as asshole. <laughs> and it was, wow. it was supposed, yeah, they said it was an accident, and they're so sorry. But one of the, they entered his name in, and the database is asshole. <laughs> Like, that is literally straight out of Almost Better Than Dragons. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Tyler's note no just says, hey, assholes. Exactly. That's <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I remember with G4, though, the ratings were definitely declining. So it was, I think that whole network was always on the edge of being canceled. And then once it started going down a little, the higher ups were justified in saying, like, it's not doing well enough. Like, you know, granted, a few thousands of people were watching it, but. To their eyes, thousands isn't a big number. I know, but they were diehard fans, and we loved that shit. And it's just know. like, the worst thing about it was, because they did ruin that entire channel. Like, I would only tune in for Attack of the Show and X-Play. I fucking hate cheaters. I fucking hate Campus PD. And Cops is just like, okay, occasionally. But, like, not when you just, like, spam repeat play like episodes like oh my god like literally it was nothing other than those three shows yeah and then the gems well that's, that's i've heard kevin Pereira interviewed and uh uh a few other g4 personalities interviewed about that stuff and people were like why don't you guys have because they had code monkeys for a while which oh my god i, think I was loved an original it. show and they're like why don't you have more stuff like that as opposed to just you know spamming cheaters and cops and camps and then he said he's a cop's cheaters campus pd he's like that pays the bills it doesn't i don't know if it gets the ratings like because i doubt people are tuning in specifically for that but it's in syndication and i i don't know the exact details about it but it paid to keep g4 on so if they did get rid of those g4 would be canceled immediately like by the end of the day that is yeah that is news to me that so it was my mind it was just to the point where even those shows weren't enough to keep the viewership up or weren't enough to you know, keep the lights on, and then that's when they drop the hammer on it. God damn it. 
Dude, everything about the Attack of the Show set, too, it was just the most beautiful thing I've ever laid eyes on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if I'd agree with that. It definitely had some nice features, but beautiful. <laughs> no, it really was. I'm not going to... I will go that A far. A ceiling and of I, Nokia cell phones? I can... Well, no, there's just, like, everything about, like, just, like, the vibe of the place. It was unlike any other set I've ever seen. And I'm just, like, particularly having a memory right now, like, flashback moment of when Anthony Green was performing there. And it was just so fucking, like, it was godly. It's like, this is one of my favorite artists ever performing in one of the coolest places in the world. I remember one of the strongest memories I have is towards the end of G4. I think it was the last week they were on the air, or at least with Attack of the Show. And uh, Matt Myra, one of the writers for the show, became a, a sent the uh, you know indirect host for that last week because he was just there already and he's been on enough. And he was um, doing the tech crunch uh, segment. I forget what it was called uh, with John Bowerman, who was the host for that episode. And they had the little board where they could draw on the monitors the thing football players use or football announcers use. Yeah. Guys, I don't know the technical terms, as you can clearly tell. I'm only referencing football, something I have no comprehension of. It's cool. But, um, we, we, pro- we don't know either. <laughs> well, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just assuming Doug doesn't know either. No, oh, it's just the, the pen you could draw on the monitors <laughs> with, so you could like circle stuff and whatever that is. Um, but it was for Black Friday sales, so he was like pointing out the good deals. And since it was the last week, he, no one gave a shit anymore. Like they just stopped caring entirely. So he would just go like, yeah, if you look over here and draw a circle around the computer, he's like, but it's not nearly as good as this one over here and draw another circle right next to it. He's like, but this big thing up here and draw a big <laughs> loop. And he's just drawing dicks on live yeah. TV for the last week of the show. He's like, what are they going to do? Cancel us again? <laughs> like, nice. That was one of my favorite moments. <laughs> that is good. Uh, how'd we get here? Where are we? I don't know. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> oh, did we I- hit record? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> I will go back to uh, to manga for a quick second. Naruto has finished. It has hit Naruto chapter seven hundred, and they decide to whip the dick out and slap us back in the face because now it's Naruto seven hundred plus one plus two plus three, and it's another series apparently. Of Are you just kidding me? Post Naruto because it's about like their kids and stuff now. I don't know if it's like a mini series or if it's a full blown like they're gonna just keep continuing it. But it's called Naruto 700 plus whatever. Okay. Which, what's the point of ending it if you're just going to do another big time skip and then keep going? Yeah. Don't let it get you down, man. I don't because I've lost all hope of either of the Shonen Jump, big Shonen Mm -hmm. Jump, Bleach, and Naruto being good. One Piece, still behind. I'll still root for that. But Bleach has once again brought back a character. I won't say who to avoid spoilers. But they have brought back a character they have killed off. And they're just saying, no, he wasn't really dead. It's like, no, there's like five pages of him dead. He was definitely dead. Like, this has happened so many times. Oh, and it, like he comes back. He's like, what, did you really think I was dead? It's like, that is just slapping us in the face. Like, hey, fuck you. The story's different now. Like, I believe uh, Kobo, the uh, creator of Bleach, like, he's the master of, yeah, but no, for real this time. Like... It's just so, it's so infuriating. He's just, I, I truly believe he's making this all up on the spot, like week to week. He's just bullshitting us all. I'd, hey, you remember that guy? He should just come back. There's one character who says, if I do this certain thing, 
I will lose, I will gain ultimate power, but I will lose my powers forever. He does that multiple times. Oh, you've told me that. Multiple oh. times. <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. Yeah, no, that is not okay. It's. Wow. Uh, Brendan, just cool. Dude, just head up to Mitsuwa, get yourself some ramen, get you your. Know- Go grab some of that sweet, sweet Japanese beer and just chill out, man. This no just idea. really makes me so glad I not, never invested invested in either of those. I really just um, imagine like a solid like two years of your life just completely wasted. And yeah, and you're infuriated about it. It sounds like uh, I would be upset. Yeah, I bailed on the first arc of Bleach. So that, that, I would tell people like that's where you should bail. Like after he rescues Rukia from uh, the Soul Society, that's usually the good place to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of anime and Mark's here, I I actually started watching a new one, and I bet you guys have probably heard about it or seen it yourselves. But I'm I'm only like uh the first episode in, and I'm really intrigued, and I'm looking forward to it. But I'm also very disturbed by it, and it's giving me like kind of like an Elfin Lied kind of vibe. But um, it's called Psychopath. Have you heard of it? Yes. Oh yes, it is very good. I yeah, I'm a huge fan. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if we even mentioned it on our big anime episode or not, but I I just started watching it since it was on Netflix, and wow, that first episode was fucked up, man, but <laughs> I'm really interested to see where it's going to go. It's got such mm-hmm. a... And oh, man, what a cool opening. I don't know if that's going to be the same music for every opening or if that was just like a special like first episode opening, but uh, holy shit. Yeah. I'm not sure if the opening changes, actually. I don't think it does. Okay. Um, it, I, yeah, I'm not really sure either. I will say though, it's um, there are some moments of it of it where it's graphic. For anyone who doesn't know, the premise is it's in the future, and there's a new police force that are able to read your mental health uh, and sort of like not read your mind exactly. They can't pick out your exact thought, but they can judge whether or not you will eventually become a psycho or commit a crime. So they're able to preemptive, preemptively stop crimes. Mm-hmm. And it's all and, kind of based on algorithms and. Stuff. Yeah, it's very mechanical. Like they don't judge it. Like, oh, this guy's got a bad past. Like it's like his, yeah. you know, dopamine levels are this high, which means he's this. Like it's very mechanical. Yeah, which the thing about it is, and this is a sem. This is only a spoiler for the first episode, so it's not like a huge deal. <laughs> if you can say like, a spoiler, just stop. <laughs> yeah, it's not though. It's not because. At like the end of the episode, this like they're in a situation where this girl is trying to prevent this other girl from dying, and she, for some reason or another, she thinks she's innocent, and just is she, oh yeah, it's her first day on the job, and she's like, oh, this person doesn't need to die, and they're pointing the gun at her, and the gun determines whether or not she's a threat, and the gun's saying she's like a high threat, like kill her right now, and then the rookie girl that doesn't want her to die ends up shooting the guy who's gonna shoot her, so it, it prevents her from dying, and then like. At like, and so as she's pointing her gun at her or something, it like, the, her threat level like immediately goes down. And it, it almost goes to show that like, oh, these guns are like fucking flawed. Like just a second ago was telling me this girl needs to die, but now all of a sudden she doesn't. And then someone shoots her in the head. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, are you kidding me? So it made me think that this girl could have easily been some kind of innocent and these guns are kind of, uh, foul, like faulty. Yeah. 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 Uh, go ahead, Mark. Um, I, the thing I got out of this, this anime was, it's kind of, I, I mean, obviously, I don't think anytime soon this is gonna happen, but like, this is like the extreme to government surveillance. 
like we see all this NSA stuff with like spying and uh, monitoring phone calls and like what this is like the extreme like assuming they never stop and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and I don't know it's just a very scary thought to think that in the future we could actually have something like this just with the way technology's going yeah definitely I, I love the idea of people are like nah this will never happen that's way too crazy for it to be a possibility and it's like remember 1984 or yeah Big Brother like Orson Welles like that, yeah. That's happening right now. Like, <laughs> don't believe it's too far away to possibly happen. It yeah. very easily could, especially yeah, with yeah. how fast technology is uh, advancing. But I think that's a good description of how mechanical and uh, almost distant and isolated the uh, algorithm is to reading people's minds to see if they are criminals. Because the girl was in a high-stress situation. She was being held hostage by with a knife to her throat. No kidding. And of course our emotions are going to be flying off the charts like that. And the gun registered as like, she's psychotic and she's going nuts. And speaking of which it's like the, of course this new police force is just a bunch of psychos themselves. <laughs> like all of them are like, they all are super disturbed. And even the, the, the rookie girl first, uh, when she had her gun there, they basically explained to her, like you can kill any of us at any given time. If you think we're like out of line. Yeah, all the uh, special units on this division are at risk, like psychos. Like, they haven't completely crossed the line yet where they've murdered a whole school of children, but uh, at any moment they could fly above the safe level. And they say, very first like episode, they're like, yeah, we, you could just shoot us and no one will question it. Exactly. It's just interesting that it's like they're trying to fight fire with fire is their motto, I guess. It's kind of like, I'm sure there's a ton of examples of this. Uh, I think Witcher, you drink, or even uh, Dragon Age Origins, you drink the blood of the Darkspawn to hunt down Darkspawn. And I'm sure there's other stuff where they ingest a little, they take a little bit of the, you know, evil they're fighting in order to track them down and fight them better. And then eventually they turn evil themselves. I think, isn't Claymore like that? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Rocky. Like, they're, like, part Yoma. That's, Claymore's a show me and Mark started watching, and we're like, hey, this isn't too bad. And they're like, hey, Rocky, come over here. We're like, all right, we're done. Like, oh, Rocky is the worst character in pretty much all of anime. <laughs> well, we just, like, lost it, because, I guess, just because uh, the Rocky, Rocky movies, we're just like, we can't. Like, this oh, is- not even just that. If you guys even gave him a chance, he is the most whiny bitch character. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. And it doesn't matter what language, if it's Japanese <laughs> or the, in English, he, you just want this person to die. It's very like, apparent, even in the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Which is it, all we got through. Yeah. His but bitchiness it's like, transcends language. He definitely as a character transforms, but it's like, even at the end of the show, I was like, fuck you, dude, I don't <laughs> care. Like... Uh. <laughs> One thing I remember specifically that kind of bothered me with the show is the characters, the claymores are like witches that hunt these demons or something from what I could get in the first episode. But like every time someone talked about them, anytime like a regular person would talk about them, they're like, oh, don't you know they're the silver hunters? It's like, oh, no, I didn't know that nickname. It's like, oh, here come the green-eyed beauties. It's like, what? Who are those? It's like the claymores. We already talked about them. It's like, no, you gave them a new nickname. Yeah, no, it's the silver-eyed witches. Yeah, but like every person seemed to have a new nickname for them. Or at least like, at least two or three people did. No, I know what you mean though. It definitely is funny because it's just like supposed to have like that effect of this like deep lore of how they have these various aliases amongst the community, I suppose. 
I could get that, but like it seemed I could get that if it was like around the country, like if in different areas they were called <laughs> yeah. something. But this is like two villages apart, like right down the road, they have a completely different name for these people. Yeah. So, so I was thinking like, oh, you didn't hear of the four foot tall demon hunter? It's like what? Or the blonde haired bombshell? What? Or the sword slinging slash? It's like the hell are you talking about? It's like, oh, it's one person. It's like, God damn it. Yeah, no, I definitely I agree. I I do vaguely remember that being a thing. <laughs> Doug, I am so excited for you to finish Psychopass. Oh, are sweet. So, I d- there are so many out of left field, just crazy things that are going to happen. Okay. And I'm how, so excited. On the level of disturbing, how bad is it? And like, cause um, like I said, I already got the Elfin Live vibe. It, uh, it's not, it's so not bad. on the level of, of Elfin Live. Uh, okay. Elfin I think it's, the first episode might be the most like, gruesome like that first hostage situation i'd say around episode (laughs) i'd say around episode five or six ish uh i'm not gonna spoil anything but yeah no it it starts off strong and that's great for captivating the audience and everything yeah it's the hook in yeah it starts becoming less of like a gore fest and more of like an extreme like thriller mystery type deal sweet but speaking of a uh, hook, like episodes that hook you in, did either of you get get started on Gargantia? Oh no, no uh, man, I'm it. sorry. It's on my list. It's on like I have. It's on his mile long list of anime to watch. Stop <laughs> doing this to my. I'm torturing myself, man. The only oh, man. I've said it before. One of my favorite shows is Durara. The only way I could get Mark to watch it is when he went to the bathroom one time. I took his phone went to the list, and added it to, like, the fourth anime on the list. Because I knew he would never get to it on his own. <laughs> what? Nice. You never said that. I know, yeah. I never you never told that. me this? <laughs> yeah. That's why I watched that What are you scene. talking about? <laughs> I don't it was one time at your house, you used your phone and then went to the bathroom. And before <laughs> the screen went down and locked me out, I went on to it and added to Ra Ra to your list. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to give you a very stern, angry thank you, Brendan. <laughs> I didn't realize I never told you that. <laughs> uh, but speaking of disturbing on the level of Elf and Lead, I will mention an anime I just finished, which is Parasite. Ooh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm only f- four episodes into that, so... Okay, it's... Yeah. I would say it's exactly the level of, like, gore and, like, f- bloodshed and violence of Elf and Lead. Because it still it deals with like aliens with long reaching like tentacles at, that can turn into blades. So every person they touch, they just cut into a thousand pieces and just yeah. blood spraying everywhere. Yeah, it's a weird show. The premise for anyone who doesn't know is one night aliens just come down and invade people, and it's it's essentially an invasion of the body <laughs> snatchers scenario where this alien is just like a little worm. And it's a parasite, and it crawls into people's uh, ears and takes over their brains because it takes over their whole body. Um, and for the main character, he's wearing headphones when he fell asleep, so it doesn't crawl into his ear. And then it tries crawling in through his nose, so he it tickles his nose and he sneezes and it ends up on his hand. And he wakes up and sees it, and the parasite panics and just starts burrowing into his hand before it can reach his brain. So it starts coming up through his arm, and he's able to take the headphone uh, cord and tie off his arm cutting off the circulation so the parasite wouldn't go up to his hand or up to his head. So when he wakes up, the parasite's fully developed into his hand. So like he has like eyes on his hand and like a mouth and it's like talking to him. It's like, what the hell are you? He's like, Oh, I'm an alien. I'm going to try and murder everybody. It's just like, it's the first episode really throws you for a loop. Cause it's just a weird idea. 
Have you and, guys? Oh, sorry, Brian. I thought you were done. I was just going to say, and the it, the qual- animation's good. It's nothing really unique, but just the aliens, like the way the aliens are drawn and how they fight is, reminds me of Elf and Lean, and it's, it's weird, but yeah. I, I burned through it pretty quick, so it must be good. <laughs> okay. Have, okay. Have you guys seen School Days before? No. no, but I remember oh. it being mentioned in past, and you were trying to defend that it doesn't suck. No, 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 that that was I, no, that was not this show. Wait, okay, it sounds like it was. could be though. The way you were flustered by this, no, this the, <laughs> no, because I feel like that happens to me a lot. Um, oh my god, dude, school days. Oh, I can't. This sucks because it's like the whole show is. You feel like. It, it's a slice of life show until the last episode, and it becomes <sighs> kind of elfin leadish. That's a and lot to commit, though. Like a whole. I'm show. not even kidding. If you can picture that, I That's... can't. I'm not going to spoil it as much as I want to, but <laughs> it's like really, really okay until the last episode, and it gets insane. So if you want a violent anime, uh hits you all at once at the end, you know, definitely check out School Days. I'm curious if that's, like, a a unique way of storytelling is, like, the, you know, harsh twist at the very end, or if that's just a dick move of a guy who's like, oh, you like Slice of Life animes? Here, watch my Slice of Life. It's totally normal. And at the very end, he's like, nah, fuck you, I changed it. No, that's, I'm telling you, it goes from... Like, let me try and think of non a non-anime comparison. It goes from, like... <laughs> Do you know any of those? Do you know what non-anime is, Mark? <laughs> I've, <laughs> uh, it goes from, like, I don't know, like, The Notebook. I've never actually seen that. I don't know why I'm using <laughs> that as an example. I just see a lot of girls like that. Um, to, like, Saw. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> that's exa- that was pretty oh much God. exactly what I was picturing, too, so that's good. Man, apparently, it's, yeah. I was gonna say apparently the guy who did the Notebook, I forget his name. He, Nicholas Sparks. He wrote all those like love stories that were turned into big lovey dovey, gushy movies. First off, he got divorced, so clearly he doesn't love no love that well. <laughs> uh, secondly, apparently a lot of his stories have just crazy twists to them. Like the Notebook, uh, I think the guy has Alzheimer's or something, so it's sad. It's not that much of a twist. Uh, I think like Dear John or. Something with the one with the Robert Pattinson, the Nicholas Sparks movie. That it's just a dumb uh, r- uh, love movie, and at the very end, it shows him like getting off the phone with his girlfriend, and it zooms out, and he's in the Twin Towers on September eleventh. Uh, it's just like Jesus, that's a that's a dark twist to it. And I think the most recent one, it's uh, I I want to say Fergie's husband. I don't know Josh Duhamel, I think. Um. And it also has Colby Smulders in it as like the uh, co-star or like third listed. And it's basically his girl leaves her husband, moves to a new town, meets this guy, starts falling in love with him. And then she has a neighbor who knows the guy she starts falling in love with. She, her neighbor's like hyping him up like, oh yeah, he's a great guy. You should totally date him. And that's Colby Smulders. And it turns out she's dead and it's just a ghost like the whole movie. <laughs> so it's like, what? Yeah, yeah, right? Like, it's just like, what the fuck is happening with these movies? Like, he's getting more M. Night shyamalan with each movie. It's just weird. Who are we blaming for this? Nicholas Sparks or somebody else? I'm going to blame Nicholas Sparks because he wrote these. So it's just, like, I never watch these movies because they just look like dumb love stories, like, pretty poorly written, too. But apparently they just have these crazy twists at the end of them sometimes. 
Oh, Brendan. So, oh, sorry, Doug, go ahead. No, really, I have nothing. So. <laughs> oh, perfect. Uh, Brendan, I've been playing Dark Souls 2. Um, Do you hit your life yet? Um, well, I beat Dark Souls 1. And, oh. dude, this, first of all, A, the developers really, really pissed me off with the fact that they designed the game for consoles and the fact that the FPS... In the uh, yeah, the FPS is locked at 30 frames per second. Ugh, Did you know in the PC game? So you, you can pat yourself on the back, Brendan, because I know you beat this game without fixing this. But the faster your frame rate, the faster the enemies move, and the bigger their hitboxes are. They determine the enemies' like hitboxes and the speed. Also, how fast your weapon breaks is all based around the um the frames per second. So that if it's higher you have a harder time beating the game. So it's kind of like beating it on a higher difficulty from what I've been reading. Really? Yes, it is. It is so stupid. You have to use this one uh, free piece of software to like limit your own frame rate, frame rate for that specific game. It's, it's so stupid. That or just put up with it because it's Dark Souls. Yeah, but. exactly. You know, and I have, I know so many people that beat the game running, running the game like just Steam, no, no frame limiting. But yeah. that's what I, that's where I'm at with like a level 150 character, but I still can't beat the game because I still have to figure out some bullshit with these giant memories. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. I think one of the worst things is like one of the final levels is like, there's eight doors, and you're just like, oh, let me go exploring these rooms. And you open up one of the doors, and it's a previous boss. It's the boss from, like, the prison, those big, like, gold statue guys. Oh, it's like, yeah. It's yeah. Just like, oh, shit, I gotta get out of here. So you open another door, and it's another one of those bosses, and there's, like, four of them. If you open up all the wrong doors, you can have four of those running at you at once. <laughs> and I was just like, no, why? <laughs> That's when I learned not to explore in Dark Souls. Just do the mission and move on. You don't want to re- look around, because you're just going to get murdered. <laughs> um. Yep. Um. All right. Well, we have a decent amount of episode here. I'm just wondering, do you guys want to play either I Was the Walrus or Ten Questions, or is there anything you want to talk about specifically before we do anything like that? What's Ten Questions? It's like more of a two-player game, but we can play. It's just like someone's just gonna have to sit out, or the two people could try and like you know five questions, like do it as a group effort. Yeah, that could work. Okay, yeah. Oh shit, guys, we have a theme song for 10 questions. Let's roll it. We do? Cool. How do we want to determine who's got the category and who's and who's going to have t- five questions each? Uh, I don't really care. I can help either way. Uh, I guess since we've been talking about, well, talked a bit about games, but I think we mainly talked about anime and manga again. We did. It's because I'm here. It. We never purposely try. It just <laughs> always happens with you. <laughs> it's all you know. Hey, guess what? What's up? about? I have a joke for you. Hold on. Oh, it's it's a. Hold on. It's a. Uh, you're living. You occupy space, and you have mass. Do you know what that means? 
You're a waste of space. You matter. You Thanks, man. <laughs> this is the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Yes, yeah, the most inspirational pun. <laughs> That's so nice. I love it because it's a pun. I hate it because it's inspirational. <laughs> uh, I think the last few ten questions we did, we did one with a game with me, and I think you did one with AJ. And that was uh, anime. Oh yeah, there's yeah. We've only played a few, and also one with Kervin Huber. Yeah, I forget what that one. What the Which are there themes? Was. I still don't know how this works. It's just it's, we pick something, and then you you have to guess at what it is. Once we tell you, like it's a game you, or it's an anime, like you exactly just, oh. a, a mildly obscure thing. In fact, I can I'll judge. I feel like I've been the judge for most of these. Let me think here. Yeah, I've just been trying to think of a category. I feel weird to, like if we did anime again because it's like we did one with AJ, but. That's all Mark has. So, like, <laughs> nah, we can do. No, can I'm do ready. Stuff. I don't I'm care. ready. Uh, and it's like this is gonna work. I just hope you guys don't get it right away. And I need to really. I have a vast uh, couple of options here. Okay. But the category is a character in the Dragon Ball Z universe. <laughs> Are we both guessing or? Yeah. Okay. And I. It's tough, because, like... Hmm. If you want to make it easier, we could just all look in our fridge and see what's what food is in there. Because apparently that's how the guy who created Dragon Ball Z named characters. No, I know. Or at least uh, with And also, f- musical instruments. Yeah, uh, the uh, Piccolo's, like, him and his kids, King Piccolo and his kids, were musical instruments. And apparently Frieza's army, or anything he found in his freezer. Frieza, freezer. Cooler. <laughs> Cooler, yeah, King Cold. Yeah. But Jesus like Christ. The, the henchmen that you don't really know about, at least not in the show, you can play some of them in video games. Like their names, like Apple. It's like Apple with a B, and like different stuff. It's just food with a random letter thrown in. Oh man, I have so many good ones that I could choose, and I'm just having a tough time. All right, um, is it PyCon? <laughs> no, and, and, and damn it, that's your first question. No, I'm kidding. No, okay. <laughs> I won't let you do. It. That's fine. Um. But it is not, because that would be way too easy. That was my favorite character. I know it right away. He is a cool character. He's a great character. I'm ready. I I, I just hope you guys are capable of doing this. It's going to be interesting. Should we <laughs> narrow it down to like the series, like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, GT? It is... Like, will you give us that, or will that be a question? Some of these, though... They kind of transcend Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, I think. So, like, you know how that is. Well, I don't know. Yeah, whichever one we, like, I guess whichever one we first knew I would say the main series from. is Dragon Ball Z, though. Okay, yeah, I kind of figured that, but just in case. Yeah, and... <laughs> I was, was going to say, GT doesn't really matter, because apparently even the creator of the show is kind of like, yeah, we fucked up there. Because they're making a new series now. Dragon Ball Super, I think. Yeah, yeah no, that's Dragon true. Ball. I did hear about that. Uh, I'm actually kind of excited. I actually didn't hate G- the first half of GT. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it got worse as it went on, but I thought the beginning was pretty good. But we can Mark, we, we already talked I'm, about how you're apologetic for an entire series if you like the characters. <laughs> GT sucked. That I like Pan. Fact. I like Pan. I think she's a cool character. Because there's no female Saiyans ever. Like, that's true. <clears throat> oh, well. That is true. Anyway, we can keep okay. Alright guys, uh, we're playing 10 questions. What do you have to ask me? It's a Dragon Ball Z character. That's all you know. Okay.
Is he a Saiyan? No. Is it so? Hold on. That actually, there's a, like that counts. Like in my opinion, counts Gohan, Goten, like anyone who's half Saiyan. Yep. Okay. Yeah, all that. Yep. Okay. Good. Is he a Nemec? No. <sighs> there's only like three mark. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well. No, King Piccolo and Drum and Tambourine would all be Dragon Ball, so they wouldn't count. Tambourine. I'm going to say Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. I'm, I'm pretty positive this character is in Dragon Ball Z. Okay, so it'd be like a core person like in the who was young in Dragon Ball. Well, not necessarily. Oh, Potentially. Potentially, though, but I'm not going to say. Is it a human? No. Oh, now I'm confused. So it's in Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, and it's not human. Hmm. Oh, god damn it! I feel like I might know, but I don't remember the name because it's a useless character. <laughs> At least if it's the one I'm thinking of. Your turn, Mark. I know, I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking. Just want to make sure. Um... Does this character fight young Goku? <laughs> that can hear the keyboard. The keyboard, yeah. Yeah, because I don't think that happens. Um, it's not human. Uh, no. Okay. And, and I hope I'm not wrong on that, but I'm pretty positive that does ne- that never happens. Okay. Alright, so I had two. <clears throat> Um, is it an ally of the Z fighters of Goku and all that, or is it a neutral? Or is it an ally? Yeah. Yes. Damn. So, so that's the first five questions. Mm. Well, that's my first three. Mark's okay. Got, yeah. Mark still got three. I got two. Is this character shorter than Krillin? Ooh. Yes. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, that is a really good question because, like, who's shorter than Krillin? <laughs> I think I might know who it is. Is the is, uh, is a guess count as a question, or like you're done if you're wrong? No, guess counts as a question, okay. but and you're not done if you're wrong. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm trying to get the name right because I I feel like I might know, but I don't remember the name. Um, all right, I was going to get on go out on a limb. Is it Par? Puar. Puar, the little cat that hangs out with Yamcha? Yes. Yeah! Yay! Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Useless character. Why would anyone remember him? I had it, yeah, I had it pretty down, much. I had it down to that or Chao Su. Oh, see, and it was. It was is Chao Su um, human? I thought he was. He's, I honestly, don't even know don't, if he is. I don't think anybody knows if he is. He doesn't. It's, I think, he's just a mystery. Yeah, he doesn't do only, anything. The only qualifying non-human that's shorter than Krillin, other than Puar, I would say is Turtle. Yeah. Is his but name actually, Turtle? Turtle's, yeah, his name's Turtle. <laughs> he's, he's huge, though, actually, though. So maybe that... Was, and, Oolong. I'm not sure. Oolong. That's the name. I couldn't remember. I, was, I thought oh, it yeah, might be Oh, yeah. Oolong well. the pig. Yeah, he. I, I, I saw him when I was considering who I was going to pick. 
Because I, no, I knew you pick is a, adorable. I knew you pick like a tricky one. It wouldn't just be Piccolo. Yeah. It be that's what ten questions. That's what ten questions. <laughs> all about. Like, I, it was like I was thinking, oh well, I'm gonna go go tanks or something, or like one of those like uh, or Fusion. Gogeta. Yeah. And then, but then it's like the first question is, is he a Saiyan? It's like, okay, here we <laughs> <Shit>. go. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? If you picked Goku, that might actually be hard because yeah, it's too obvious. You yeah, would never pick him. No one would That's ever hilarious. think you would just pick Goku. That's actually a good point. Because <laughs> we know you watch the show, so you know more characters than just that. It's, you're not our mom who's like, what's that Goku show with the fireballs you're watching now? Like, <laughs> Oh, man. My go-to pick would be Mr. Popo because they had to edit him later <laughs> when they did Dragon Ball Z Kai. <laughs> Because people thought he was in blackface. Yeah, no, Mr. Popo <laughs> is the shit. Oh my god, I wish I would have went with him too. Yeah. Oh my god. In Dragon Ball Z Kai, he's just he's, neon blue. I know, he's blue. <laughs> is he really? They 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 went that far? Yeah, yeah they, if you go back and watch, if you watch new stuff of Pokemon with Jinx, they did the same thing. Jinx is like clearly purple now and not, not blackface. Black. <laughs> <laughs> that? That's just so unbelievable. I can't believe it got that, like, they, they I, I were that politically correct. It's like, it's just a color. I, know, I don't well, think I anybody think even thought that's what they were going I think it's for. the combination of the black, like, face, along well, and with their massive big lips. Lips, yeah, that's, like, not helping the situation. That's just part of the stereotype, unfortunately. I think there's, there's a few animes. I, I can't pick one out specifically. Uh, at least that we watched, Mark, where they had like one black character in the background or something, and she's like, "Oh wow, this is." Oh, I can think of not one. Okay, I can remember one. They they did a good job animating him, but he definitely stood out like a sore thumb. It was darker than black. The basketball. Oh, player. <laughs> He's wearing a he basketball, basketball jersey player. the whole time. He constantly has a basketball. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely one where it's like, "Oh, that's um." That's a caricature. All right. <laughs> Brendan, do you remember the episode where it focused around him thinking the one girl likes him, and then at the end she so it was sad. so sad she doesn't like him. He, it's a character who maybe says like five words the whole series, if that. Not and even. It, I don't think he says two words. It just follows him around his day, and he just sees this one girl at the same place all the time. He's like, "Oh, I guess she's following me. Yeah, she must have a crush on me. She- can't be honest with her feelings." And it turns out she's following the main character, and he just happens to be there, too. So at the end, he, like, goes up to her with flowers or something, and she turns them down, and it's just like, no! <laughs> and then it ends. The it's it's so just this sad. random side character you just see in the background. You never think twice of him, and then they give him a whole episode, and then he's, like, our favorite character now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I If you guys are up for it, I will play another round of the game, but... And in the same category, but this time villains. Ooh, I'm totally game. Okay, of DBZ or of any. Yeah, and honestly, I'm I'm gonna try to make it not impossible because there are some super obscure ones. But I I will make it so I that I think that one of you guys will know who this person is. Okay. And I already know who it is actually. And I just hope you guys don't get it right away. But I don't think you will. <laughs> um, it's fucking a great character. Uh, all right, guys, we're playing again. The category is in the Dragon Ball Z universe. The out of the list of various villains they encounter, who is the villain I am thinking of? Now, can we get like philosophical with this and like, is there ever any a true villain that's just a person with different goals, or is it just like, yeah, he like murders half a planet, like he's definitely a villain? No, it's just like it's apparent at one point that the Z characters are like, this guy isn't on our side. Okay. 
at, at some point in the series. Who knows if whether or not they change sides? Because arguably Piccolo is a villain. And Same with Vegeta and all of those. Like I always kind of thought Vegeta was always a villain. I thought he was going to turn at some point. I thought he was going to really be evil at like yeah, the end of the series. I feel like Vegeta and Professor Snape are like synonymous to me. Where it's like I always just thought they were always evil, no matter what. Yeah. And it's just like it's just in their nature. Yeah, then it turns out Professor Snape's actually good, and it turns out Vegeta's just a dick. Yeah, he's just... He, <laughs> he's good, he's just an asshole. Exactly, it's like, we all knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's new. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright, guys, what what do you gotta ask? All right. I don't um, want to ask if he's human, because almost, they almost never are with the DBZ characters. I have a question. So, okay. go ahead. was this character around before... Uh, Goku turns Super Saiyan. Ooh. No. Ooh. Okay. It would narrow it more down if he was. Because <laughs> now we have the whole series. Yeah. Well, at least there's no <laughs> Dragon Ball. Uh, is this the main villain of their arc? Like, Definitely no. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> I see a lot of these questions I don't... I, they're like really, really like you'd have to know the show so well. Like, do you, once this character is dead, do you see them again later in the series? Yes. Okay. Shit. <laughs> okay. I do know the show. Well <laughs> yeah, okay, good. That. <laughs> That's good. I was I was saying that like <laughs> hoping you would. Okay. Oh, I. I want to ask if it's like through flashbacks of like that moment when they're fighting, or is it actually? Uh, no, I don't want to ask that, actually. I couldn't answer if you did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is insanely specific. <laughs> I would have need to watch it, like, yesterday. Okay. Because, like, I hate it where it's like, oh, they reappeared again in a flashback. It's like, the, well, they're not technically appearing again. It's just remembering. So it's like, uh, okay. No, um, I vaguely recall him definitely dying at some point, for sure, and be reappearing at another point. I I can't get too specific, but I just recall that. Okay. Well, they they do establish hell in DBZ, so it is yeah, possible. I remember it's that not... episode. Or there's actually multiple ones, but yeah. Anyway, so what's your question? Oh wait, is it a member of the Ginyu Force? No, but I, I wanted it to be, but it's not. Yeah, that's so that's a good question because then you would have really only had a couple, a handful. Once you narrow it down to the Guinea Force, then it would be easier, but... Nope. Unfortunately, no. Crap. This is really tough. But there are so many enemies. Um, Ooh. Was, I got one. Oh, were, were Goten and Young Trunks born by the time this character was out? Appeared. Let me think about that. In fact... Because there was... Trunks is a baby for a while, but Gotenks wasn't around yet. Like, so Trunks was on his own for a while. Yeah, like Goten. Goten's a good, what I really meant. Yeah, like okay. around when Videl was around and stuff. Yeah, that's a good like marker. Um, I'm gonna say during Kid Goten, Kid Trunks. I think they were both around. Okay. So it's not like one was around and the other wasn't. Yeah. They're both like little kids. Like okay. Uh, uh, that gets rid of the question I had. Nice. Uh, That's a good thing. 
I was going to ask if they're androids, but if Goten's around, then they're definitely not androids. Would Cell be an android, arguably? Mm, no, he's creative. I I don't think no, so. He's actually he's, he's not like, mechanical. No, he's not. He's a li- uh, he's a living. Thing. He can regenerate yeah. and all that. Yeah. Okay. It's just. Uh, okay. So it wasn't Boo. After Boo, it starts getting fuzzy for me. You guys are definitely getting narrower. I thought at like with the last question, I thought we were getting a little too hot. <laughs> oh, go to the trunks. Uh, was this villain in a movie, like, or was he in this, or rather, yeah, just in a movie? Let me double check. I really don't think so, though. Because there's plenty of movies with just that one villain, and that's all they appear in. Nope. Not in a movie. How many questions do we, do we get ten, right? Yeah, yeah so. We got two left each. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, Deborah went to heaven, because he'd have too much fun in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Does this? Uh, um. Was this villain in the? Uh, in that like tower, the spaceship thing that they have to climb and fight enemies on each floor. Don't remember that at all. I don't remember that either, but I'm going to Oh, wait, go are you talking about, um, uh, was it Bobbity? Is that the little, like, wizard's name who brought him? Yeah. Was that Bobbity's like, ship where they went down each level yeah. and, like, Goku fought yep. Yakon? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so was he in Bobbity's ship? Yeah. Actually, maybe. Ooh. Um, yes, I'm going to say yes, because I, I, I'm almost certain he was. Oh, man. That, well, that narrows it down to, like, three dudes. Dude, that are, yes! <laughs> Because they like Vegeta fights one, Piccolo fights one, I think, and then like someone else fights one, and then they're at Bobbity. Okay, well then I don't. Uh, let me see who these three are because I don't want it to be the wrong person. Because then I yeah one yeah sec. Would, yeah make sure because I I remember Bobby's ship wasn't that big, or at least they yeah. didn't have that many guys to fight. And if it's the guys I'm thinking of, I believe I have action figures of all of them. <laughs> Oh, I have I've literally the entire cast of Dragon Ball Z. Like <laughs> it's unbelievable how uh, much No, I mean I, I think I have the three guys they fight, like the villains. Oh specifically. Ship. Yeah. Wow. Like they I weren't super somewhere. Cool. they weren't super popular. <laughs> and I still got all their figures. Okay. I see them. I don't re- it's it's been too long since I recall. So I'm just literally the answer is maybe. Okay. Damn it. I mean, it's it's you're, you guys are getting really damn close. Okay. Does the character have the letter M on their forehead? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. it, yeah. Just making sure. Like, <laughs> it's one of these guys. All right. Is it is it uh, Deborah? Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, yes. Is that why you got quiet when I said Deborah? <laughs> yes. I was. I could not believe. I'm like, you're talking about the 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 person the I'm thinking of, and you, you don't even guess them. It was so <laughs> fucking frustrating. <laughs> okay, because it was poi poi p u i p u i. Yeah. Yes, that's Yakon, the other and, and Yakon. Exactly. Okay. And, and I got figures of all three. And yeah, they are in that ship. That is they unbelievable. Are, they are all in that ship too. Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig up my Debura Yakon and I don't know if I have Poi Poi or not, but we'll see. He, he was a weird one. 
I, yeah. got a, I was happy I had him because I'm like, who the hell has this guy? Who wants this guy? I don't know, <laughs> but I got him. I definitely picked the Burrow, though, because, yeah, you fucking even mentioned it. You want the heaven. It's hilarious. Yeah. Like, I don't even understand. He gets it. turned into a cookie by Boo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He just, like, gets super flamboyant and <laughs> strange. And, like, he was the demon king at some point, and now he's, like, this, like, frolicking, like, angel. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, uh, that was fun. Uh, thanks for joining us, Mark. It's been fun. Yeah, dude. I we definitely need to do more of these. I definitely. I have so much fun recording. So cool. And yeah, you guys won two games of ten questions. So congrats, dude. We're such a good yeah. team, man. No, we're not. We both know that. we've done co-op games. <laughs> we're a nice. good team. You just have a negative <laughs> attitude. Well, I guess it's time for plugs. Uh, well, you can always check us out at Almost Better Than Silence, our Facebook, our Twitter. We have a YouTube. And you, please uh, email us suggestions for I Was a Walrus if you get a chance. Or su- uh, suggestions for uh, 10K or 10 questions. Yeah, that too. Or um, anything you want to see us do Let's Plays of or anything along those lines. So get in touch, and we'll see you next week. See you guys. See ya. Bye. <laughs>